Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Brody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Hanging out on a Friday night, not only on 670 The Score, but make sure you guys check us out. On our text line as well, it's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. Of course, the Chicago Bears trade the number one pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers for the number nine pick, the number 61 pick, a first-round pick next year that could be a number one pick again. You never know. A, a second-round pick in 2025. And, of course, DJ Moore. It is a, a wonderful time to be alive, Groats, and an exciting time to be a Bear fan. There's no doubt. And shortly after the trade went down, I was getting ready for On the Clock, the draft show that we're doing every Thursday. Wait, I, time out, time out, time out, time yeah. out, time out. This show can't be called On the Clock anymore, right? Well, On the Clock for the, the ninth. Clock. Well, they're, they're still on the clock, man. <laughs> Everybody's on the clock. No, I did think about okay. that. Is that it for my show? Is my show going to get canceled? It's going to be a weird five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I got a show. Well, not anymore. It's over. Number nine. We have to come Bears up with something. Bears draft special with Mark Grody. <laughs> yes, yes. But shortly after the the news came down, I put in a call to the former Bears head coach and score contributor, score guy, Dave Wanstead. Well, originally I said, geez, Bear fans are going to be disappointed. They're going to have to wait uh, an hour or so on draft day to find out who they take with that ninth pick mark. But I'll tell you what, I think this will give – Chicago, a lot more buzz. I mean, it's going to make every my everybody's job more exciting the next month, month and a half before the draft because now we can we can speculate on who they take at nine, who they take at sixty one. Let's talk about let's chop up DJ Moore. So <laughs> it's a lot of we just we just gave radio and and uh, social media so much more to to chew on here in the next month and a half, but. In, in, in all seriousness, I, I think that it was a good trade uh, uh, for a bunch of different reasons. You know, the ninth pick of the draft uh, and the 61st pick of the draft, you got to assume that those two guys are going to be starters. Okay? So now you got two starters. And uh, and then I, oh, I thought that maybe the first guy that they would, you know, that if they had their list of free agent guys that we'd like to sign position-wise, Okay, you know, they're going to look at offensive line. They're going to look at defensive pass rushers and defensive line. And they're going to look at wide receivers. So now they don't have to spend that money on a free agent guy. They got DJ Moore, who's 25 years old, right? Mm -hmm. he's, 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 he hasn't had an injury problem. Nope. Uh, he's averaged around 70 catches a season. So let's be optimistic and look at it this way. 
They got the ninth pick. He's going to be a starter. The 61st pick will be a starter. And DJ Moore is going to be a starter. So you say, okay, we got three starters this year for that number one pick in addition to the future picks, uh, you know, 24 and 25. So I like it. The key will be, obviously, we got we got to come up with a couple starters out of these draft picks. No doubt about it. And doesn't, Wani, doesn't DJ Moore make Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool and those guys just look so much better. Everybody kind of falls into position, and we don't necessarily now have to look at Darnell Mooney and say, is he our number one? Is he a number one? Because I think DJ Moore is a number one. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. This guy's lined up. He's done it. Uh, you know, and he and, and we always say, well, the poor bear receivers, you know, the quarterback situation has been kind of in flux here and new offense. Well, D.J. Moore is coming from the Carolina Panthers, guys. I mean, I think they've gone through more quarterback turmoil and, and challenges for a wide receiver than the Bears receivers maybe. So, D.J. Moore, for him to put up those numbers and do what he did down there, we're getting a really good, really good football player. And I think that Bear fans should be excited about that. Yeah, and he's durable. Just like you said, the guy's never played in fewer than 15 games in a year. That is huge. He's been around since 2018 to give you a little bit of perspective. We're talking to Dave Wanstead here on On the Clock, on the score-breaking news. The Bears trade the number one overall pick to Carolina for D.J. Moore, the number nine pick, number 61, a first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick pick in 2025 and Wani you use the words we get to do a lot more of that now with some of these picks number nine changes the game do you have a side of the ball that you would prefer the Bears look at with number nine or even a person that you're thinking about at number nine well you know everyone was talking about Will Anderson he'll let's assume he's gone so now you're on to the next group of pass rushers. And there's some guys there. I, I, I haven't evaluated them close enough yet. You know, the, the, the kid at Texas Tech, the kid at Clemson, there's a kid. I mean, there, there's some guys out there that people like an awful lot. I don't know if they're worth a ninth pick or not. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Jalen Carter, the big defensive yeah. tackle from Georgia, you're <laughs> nervous about taking him number one. Let's assume that the legal – uh, side of this whole situation is clean. Now you're sitting at number nine. Boy, now that's going to be even more inviting to draft him there if you could get him. And it would probably be a darn good pick there. But let's assume that they don't want him. They don't want to mess with the, you know, what happened down there in Georgia and, and, the, and if, there, if there's past character things. I don't know. Let's assume they don't want him and it's a little bit high for a pass rusher. They are going to have their pick at some of the prime offensive linemen in this mm. year's draft. I mean, they could get an offensive lineman that you know is going to come in and just put him in there and just start him and, and move on down, down the road. So I, you're in a good position. You know, I, I, whether they get a defensive lineman, I don't know. But they're going to be able to get a top, top-notch offensive lineman for sure. Yeah, just keep piling on for the sake of Justin Fields because we know that this is the year where he's got to perform and Ryan Poles has to do what he has started to do, and that's to put players around him. And Dave... I mean, if he continues to do that and those players perform, it seems like the playing service will finally be even, so to speak, for Justin Fields. Is it kind of a make-or-break year, you think, for Justin Fields? Are we allowed to think ahead like that at this point? 
No, you're not allowed to think ahead like that. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, you know how I look at this thing? Let's look at Carolina. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. Let's look at uh, Philadelphia and, and Jalen Hurts. People were questioning him, and they went out and they got a couple offensive linemen and they signed uh, the, the big receiver up there. Help me out here, AJ, uh, the guy that they traded for. They made the big trade for the receiver oh, yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at Philadelphia, and so this is what we did. I mean, now we got ourselves a starting receiver. And if we can get some offensive linemen, maybe draft, or I think we'll still sign one. I really do. You know, what does that do for Justin Fields? I'll tell you what, it, it helps the entire offense because it makes the – now all of a sudden you can be more balanced. You can be more run-pass. It doesn't have to be dominated by the running game because your receivers and your passing game and your offensive line is so limited that you can't drop back and throw the ball. So if, if we if we beef up this offensive line and we've already added D.J. Moore, all of a sudden, the offensive coaches, Luke Getzey at the Bears, now we can be a little bit more balanced with our attack, which will definitely take some pressure, in my opinion, off of Justin Fields. Yeah, absolutely. No, no doubt about it. And all the parts starting to, to fall in around him. And here, here's the, the beautiful part about this for the sake of the Bears. Ryan Poles, you know, told us at the Combine, when we gathered around him on the Monday before things really even got going, he said, yeah, he might do, he he might make this trade before free agency opens. And this helps the Bears a lot, too, to know in their heads who they might draft with those picks. But now, by process of elimination, they could look at guys in free agency and be a little bit more comfortable with that. How comfortable, from a player personnel standpoint, should the Bears be now going into free agency, which they can run considering all the money they have? Yeah, I mean, to me, it pretty much eliminates the receiver position. So anytime you can take one position off the board and say, we don't have to spend money there, now you can spend a little bit more money on another position or you can double up on another position. So it definitely, definitely helps the bears. And, uh, uh, no, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's all good. I, I really do. Uh, you know, we, let's, again, let's come back to it and say that the, the ninth pick and the 61st pick that they're, they're both going to be starters. And we know DJ Moore's a starter. So now you got three starters, and you know what's happened in this draft. I talked to several general managers since the combine, and right now I'm sure Ryan Poles. I don't know the inside on this, but you know there is a there is a real divided opinion on who the best quarterback mm-hmm. is. You know, if if you're sitting there with Trevor Lawrence, think about it. There was no question. Everybody in the NFL said. He's the best player in the draft. He's the best quarterback in the draft. We all would like to get him. Well, in this draft, there are some guys today, you know, I'm on the 33rd team, and, and, they were, and today they were talking about that there was a lot of people right now like C.J. Stroud from Ohio State as the top quarterback. And there's some guys, obviously, Bryce Young mm-hmm. has been, been the favorite. I heard two days ago, as crazy as it sounds, that somebody with the, that will let us the, the quarterback from Kentucky, and then you're, you're talking about Richardson from, yeah. from Florida. Great. So my, my point is that if you're sitting there and you're Houston, you might just say to Ryan Poles, you know what, Ryan, we we would be happy with Bryce Young. We would be happy with C.J. Stroud. 
we'll take either one of them. Why would we want to give up a number one pick and more stuff and trade up with you? So I, I think it's good for the Bears to get this done because, you know, I don't know how strong the offers truly would have been uh, the, the teams that have a chance to get a quarterback because there's such a mixed opinion on who is the best quarterback. And I think that muddies it up a little bit. Yeah, I, mean, I can't wait to see who who is it that Carolina is moving up to get. We all assume it's a quarterback, and I think that's a fair assumption, but you're right. I mean, it's so close at the top right now. C.J. Stroud was terrific at the combine. Bryce Young, underwhelming yeah. at the combine because he didn't work out, and he's a short guy, apparently, um, at, at 5'11", or no, actually 5'10", I think. Um, and Richardson just blew him out of the water at that thing, yep. Ronnie. Yep, yep, a- absolutely. So, I mean... Uh, you know, what, what do you want to do on offense and what guy fits your offense a lot? Uh, you know, th- there's a lot of things to consider for each one of these teams and there's not one decisive guy. When there's one decisive guy, you can sit there and just let people beat your door down and, and, and get as, as much as you can get. But when there's a split decision, Ryan Poole's probably sat back and said, you know what, fellas? You know, we we better. This is a deal that we got, and we can get some really good players and some multiple draft picks for now in the future. Let's take this deal and move on down the road. I think it was smart, Wani. This was great. Thanks for taking some time on a Friday night. You know, I'm always thinking about the 1994 Chicago Bears who beat the Minnesota Vikings on the road. One of my favorite teams, and <laughs> <laughs> you know that, Wani. And you're the goods for coming on, man. Okay, thank you. Good talk to you, Mark. All right, buddy. All right Dave. Bye bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Brody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. What a time to be alive. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Brody here on 670 The Score, of course, talking about your Chicago Bears and what is now a a brand new draft board. What once was the number one pick in the draft has now been turned into the number nine pick from the Carolina Panthers, along with the 61st pick in this year's upcoming draft. Bears also getting a first-round pick in 2024 from the Carolina Panthers and a second-round pick from the Carolina Panthers in 2025. And not only that, to be what Clay Harbor called the dessert menu, mm-hmm. a little DJ Moore, a little DJ Moore special at the very end. Right, plus bird in the hand, two in the bush. <laughs> You see, have you never heard that before? No, I have. Oh. It's been a long time. Yeah. And I'm not sure I 
know what it is still. A bird in the hand, actually in your hand, is worth seeing two of them in a bush that you could potentially have, but there's uncertainty there. Okay. All right. You now, just you just help to make it more sense. I don't even know if that's the truth, but that's what I that's how I interpreted it, and I'm okay. pretty sure that's right though. Leo, did you know had you ever Leo's, heard that? Leo's saying? seventeen. Leo I had, know. Well that's why I'm asking him. Leo, I wanna I, I had wanna... no clue right. what that okay. meant. That's Leo, something that's my a... dad never even said, so <laughs> you guys are really dating yourselves, I guess. Whoa, 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 bro. <laughs> yeah, you're old game. Whoa, bro. Just, just deal with it. No, you're old I am too, worldly. Man. I am worldly. You are worldly, you are hip, but you two are old, dude. No, don't. I, you know what? You know what he's doing, guys. He's trying to lump me in with him. That's what. That's what Gertie likes to do. I just, I like, just know. I just like to get under your skin a little bit. I know that that that's a way I can. So that's it's a, talking that's about a, age. Like it's tough. It's a yeah, tough. Place I got to be. you. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. right. B ninety six, man. Let's talk to. Let's talk Monday through Friday next week. Ten to three. Catch really? Me out. Yeah. Really? Again. Third hey, week. Put that net out there. Third week, bro. Hey. Got to catch the listeners, man. Amen. You know what? Speaking of this, you know what's interesting, Groats, is like the difference between B96 and, and, and the 670 the score is social media, where Instagram dominates that space over there. Yeah. You and know, Twitter. And Twitter dominates the space over here. Yeah. And so, you know, one thing I do on B96 that I, 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 don't, I don't do much of over here is a follow for a follow. Hmm. And that's how, that's, that's how you get your real numbers. You don't do out. follow for a follow no, no, I here? I do. Not here. Well, because I don't mention my Twitter here too often. Okay. I'm more talking. I'm on business here. I'm all business. I got gotcha. you. Here's my teams. Here's my opinions. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. Right. And I rarely like, hey, follow me on Twitter so I can, you know. But I, I'm going to say this is what we're going to do right now. If you are one of the people that are out there, uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna whore your, your Twitter out as well Please. and say, follow us and we're going to follow you back. I am, yeah, anybody that, okay. Well, when I make yeah. that the challenge. That's the now, thing. Yeah. If you follow us between now and 11, 11. o'clock. We will follow you we follow right you back. back. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, we will follow yeah. you back. We might we might unfollow you if you start posting some crazy stuff. But yeah. in the initial follow, we got you. I'm yeah. Chicago underscore Gabe mm-hmm. on Twitter. Chicago underscore Gabe. He's Mark Grody Sports. That's correct. Right. right. With Mark, S? Mark with a kid. Uh, Mark Grody Sports. S. Sports. Okay. Sports. Oh, oh, at the so end. So people can know. <laughs> How to find you <laughs> and get that sport. follow back? Yeah, it's a, it's a covered follow back. You're Mark. Oh Grody, yeah, bro. no doubt about it. And hit me up on Instagram too. I think I'm Mark underscore Grody. I'm trying to do yeah. more on Instagram, yeah. but I need more people to hang out with. The, the, the problem is you got to be consistent. You got to have the consistent handle on I'd all. See, on I all don't. I, I only put stories. That's, up. that's what old guys do. They get different handles on on different social media platforms. What? What do you mean? Oh, like different. Oh, I see. <laughs> like I'm Chicago Gabe on TikTok. I'm, straight I'm Chicago Gabe on Twitter. I'm Chicago underscore Gabe on Instagram. That's that's all got, platforms. You lump that in as an old guy thing, or just Watch somebody this. who's Watch not this. as refined Watch as this. social media? Watch this. Yo, Leo Stoddard, get on the microphone. Isn't it common practice to have your same uh, handle on every platform? If it is, I'm uh, not doing that. Yes, I didn't know that. Right. Damn see. It. This is your your own little world here, however old you are. I don't know what generation you're in or what world you're in right Leo's now, not, quite Leo's frankly. not verified on any of the platforms. Oh, so. I think that's, oh, that's oh, oh, so he doesn't have credibility? Is that it? Leo? I was okay, just last name I mean, nobody can spell, so I think that helps. Yeah, yeah. I, think, Leo has... I think that that makes sense, and that seems like a shrewd move, uh, move to make on social media, but I don't know that you had to go – Age attacking on that one. I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's that that I still feel bad from the other one. There's plenty of room for it with me, but in that particular case, like I, I it was unnecessary. Unnecessary. I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyway, we'll follow I'm you sorry. back. I'm sorry. Yeah, follow, follow okay. you back. Chicago yeah. underscore Gabe 
at Margrody Sports on Twitter. Make sure you guys follow us. We'll follow you back for the next hour. Um, and it is because the assumption is that we are all, as a family, talking about what has now happened to our Chicago Bears. You know, Groats, you, you, you look at the number one. We were excited to have it as a fan base. I'm sure Ryan Poles is excited to have it as a brand-new GM. You parlay it into all these picks. And when you think Ryan Poles and when you think, you know, him in that draft room and what this draft is going to look like, you know, you were talking about it with Dave Wanstat earlier, which was, you know, the amount of starters that you can, that you have and that you can get. And obviously he has a history. The question I'm getting towards is Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, Braxton Jones, starters, but starters on a bad team. Mm-hmm. Is the expectation the same that there will be starters from those second-round picks? Because, remember, your team's not going to be as bad anymore. So if you are drafting, let's say, a three-technique, he's not going to be a starter because the assumption is you're going to go ahead and sign one in free agency, the assumption, I'm saying. Or if you go get a top, you know, a second-round offensive lineman, he might not be your starter because – You've signed an offensive lineman. If you know you're not going to take a safety there, you're going to have a backup safety. You're not, you know, you might grab a corner, but the assumption might not be that he's going to start immediately like a Kyler Gordon because you have a Jalen Johnson and a Kyler Gordon there already. Is that the case, or do you think that Ryan Poles is is still trying to fill in the gaps with starters, or mm. still trying to create competition with bodies at positions well, that he feels I highly at? I think competition about. for sure. Like, I was talking about Braxton Jones because mm-hmm. he, in theory, people could look at Braxton Jones and say, okay, they have their left tackle. And I would say, no, that a lot of these guys that, that you mentioned that thrived last year, like some of the, even some of the undrafted guys who look like, oh, maybe this guy's a player. Maybe he's actually good. The fact of the matter is, ideally, these guys would be depth pieces. And right. this next haul of draft picks or free agencies where you start to actually care about who your starters are now and in the future. And some of those other guys that were starters, they they get you know essentially demoted but still play a big role on the team, whether it's second string, whether it's special teams, that you know even Jack Sanborn. It, there is far yeah. from a slam dunk that Jack Sanborn will be starting at linebacker for the Bears but it, that would mean that they definitely got somebody better than Jack Sanborn. And how good would Jack Sanborn look as as a second stringer, a guy that gets on the field during the game, and a guy who could start if somebody got injured? That's that's what you go for. Okay. Yeah, because you're looking at Jack Sanborn, and you're like, okay, well, he can be a special teams guy, which is what he was you yeah. know, initially. And then you, you have him come in and can be a guy that can step in. But he played really, really well last year. Oh, he was really good. So and then he, you say to yourself, you know, are you is the expectation to, you know, upgrade? I guess I guess that is the expectation, right? If you're Ryan Poles, you're trying to upgrade at every position, regardless of who you have there right now. Whether it be a Braxton Jones, whether it be a Kyler Gordon, whether it be a you know a David Montgomery, you're still trying to upgrade for and and all of those positions. So that I guess it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself as a GM. Oh yeah, but I mean, like specifically when you circle Sanborn, do you think that right now he? He's a starter as a linebacker for the Bears. I think I feel like you had a little bit more fandom in me. Yeah. Oh, is it the fandom? It's the fandom okay. in me that's saying yes. Okay. okay. But it's also because I, I can't foresee the future that clearly to where I see a, the Bears. Well, no, because um, 
what what's the guy's name? Okiri from linebacker. Yeah, from the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, oh, that oh. that that you know played under the Eberflu system. That they're saying that he could be had. You know, an older guy that you know could Ugh. be comfortable in the system. I don't like doing stop that. it. No, I just don't like. No, no, no. I don't like the. I'm tired of the connecting to the the Bobby Colts o- players and Okarike. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hear what you're saying because, yeah. because, but, 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 but I feel like the guys that that the Bears got last year were more like lower level. You know, guys that that not they weren't the top end of Ibraflus's defense in Indianapolis. Oh, the true. True. I mean, there's no doubt about it that it wasn't like big time. Muhammad didn't even. I mean, he ended right. up getting waved but, towards the end. So, right. right. I just don't like that as a philosophy. Like you have. Sure. To, I understand there's familiarity there that they know those players. Sometimes it's just because they trust those players that to come into their system, which ultimately is like bring on real players, not just guys that understand. Because the that's system. cool. That's cool when you're filling out a roster. It's not cool when you try to create a competitive one. Now you're trying to – this is this the you. beginning of putting together, hopefully, a winning roster. I love that. He's Mark yeah. Grody. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 to score. Feel free to call in, man. We are live right now, live and local for you on the radio, and that's why we're taking your phone calls. You can text in as well, 312-644-6767. Let's go out to John in Algonquin. John, appreciate you holding. So, you know, for you in your eyes – what was this trade, or what did this trade mean to this Chicago Bears organization? Gentlemen, I am so excited. I, I'm almost beside myself. This did so many things, and it, it, it's unbelievable to me that uh, I know you guys have talked about it, but you know, if you would have used the money to get a wide receiver in free agency, you might have spent upward, upwards of 50% of your, of your cap space to get a guy like D.J. Moore. You told Justin Fields that you're our franchise quarterback. We trust you. We're about to get a guy that we're going to surround you with that you can trust to get open. You can trust to get deep. And then now we're going to, we're going to go back to nine when probably in the first four picks, maybe quarterbacks come off the board and you still might get the guy you wanted at nine without having to be at three or four. Because like you guys said, there's so many coaches, once that said that there's so many coaches that aren't sure what guy is going to be the number one quarterback they all may go in the first four or five picks and then still get your guy at nine, and you told your franchise quarterback that we believe in you and we're going down the road with you. That is a huge confidence builder for Justin Fields. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's what we've all been talking about. I mean, there are there are many, there is an entire school of thought that figures and almost assumes that Justin Fields will be a much better quarterback now that he will hopefully, in theory, better be. have the weapons. But he doesn't. I mean, yeah, he better be. You're right. I mean, you can't tell me Justin Fields. Of course, I, he I, needs wide receivers. Gets DJ Moore. Gets you know the whole offseason with Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney back, and then he's going to be what he was last year. He can't be right. No, no, you're right. That, and, and if you know, he is, then then like I said, there will be. Competition, for, because then if he is, oh, what about this? Gross? And remember, the Bears will have Carolina's pick, and they'll have the number one pick in the draft next year. And too. I'm going to make it sexier. Go, go. That Justin Fields is average, okay, or below it, or worse than you know, it's some sort of regression. Okay. And the Bears 
end up with the second pick in the draft. And then the Bears have the number one and the number two. Oh, wow. <laughs> one million dollars. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the question becomes, be at what point will the Bears start to be good again? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to trade yeah. the one and two for a haul. Yeah, right. That's what's going to happen. Oh, my God. Can you, can you imagine uh, if. That would if, be so funny. I like to play the imagine if Justin Fields is a superstar game. But there's also the what if Justin Fields is a bust game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if he does play. Like if it's like last he's year in terms of 20, passing, yeah, 150 yards. Yeah, DJ Moore is starting to say he sucks because he only, he's only getting four targets a game. Yeah, you know that's it's, tough, man. And and because your quarterback room can, or your wide receiver room can turn on you. Oh yeah, because if all three of them are like, dude, yeah, give me the ball, bro. Throw yep. it to me. Just throw it to me. Right. And we saw we saw Chase Claypool. He got a little bit angry. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't necessarily throw me the damn ball. It was more like, come on, we got to keep trying, even though we're we're tanking this season. That was sort of what <laughs> oh, Chase Claypool's message was there at the very end. It's you, so hey, awesome. you want to play the game really quick? Oh my god, I love this game. We play the game really quick I'm here for it with the ninth overall pick in the 2023 draft. The Chicago Bears select. Tyree Wilson, edge rusher, Texas Tech. We're going to the Super Bowl. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I love that pick. You like it? Of course. Okay. Especially, especially, you know, as a result of the trade, right? It's 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 not that I that I would like it if, you know, something else is like, no, I like it because now that is the number nine pick. So you're telling me Tyree Wilson, DJ Moore, mm. the 61 pick. The 61st pick, the first round pick next mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and a second round pick in the year after that. It's like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds awesome because he's going to be a difference maker. Yeah. And then that's the cool thing about a guy like Tyree Wilson. Now, I will say this Miles Murphy, mm-hmm. you know, who was another name we mentioned. Yeah. yeah you know, Pete funny. Futek, a uh, college football expert. He's your guy. My guy. Every time we would watch a Clemson game together, because him and I did a college football show uh, together during the season, along with Alyssa Bergamini. And every time Clemson would play, the number one thing he would say is, because I'd be like, is Clemson going to win today? And he'd go, Gabe, Clemson has an NFL defensive line. That's what he would say every single time. NFL, that's a, that's a grown man team over there. And who he would mention more often than not was Miles Murphy. Mm. And so did I think to myself, you know, I, I, I was trying to win $1,000 that day. I wasn't thinking about the Bears draft back during the college football season. So that kind of went over my head. But but now that we're in this nine spot, I then think to myself, well, if he's the best defender on what a college football expert considered an NFL line. It's a big-time program. That's a bold statement for him to make. That is. And a, bo- and a great position to be in to, to draft someone like that. He watches more than anyone. More than anyone. Miles Murphy, Clemson, 6'5", 275. I talked about the, the Tavon Walker size comparison. He went number one overall to the Jags. Here's just a couple of the things, uh, or one one hyperbolous statement. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's what it is. Ability to turn speed into power. That was my favorite part Ooh. of it. Speed, because that's what you want. You want to be able to... Go go around, and you want to be able to go through, and that's what sounds like Miles Murphy. That statement reminds me of of I just I just in my my mind who I picture is Khalil Mack. Okay, right where your yeah. speed turns yeah. into that's power, so the ability to move people, oh, spot on, get people out the way. That a plus. Yeah, that that's the example. Tyree Wilson, he plays the position violently, 
and isn't simply using his length to play patty cake. <laughs> you know what I see there? I love it. Garrett Wilson. Oh, excuse me. Garrett, oh, you're still the wide Miles receiver? Garrett. Sorry, Miles Garrett. Okay. Miles Garrett. Because I because I think of just violent power. That's very when good. When I think of Miles Garrett. And he's Garrett. long. Miles Garrett. Like, yeah. Because the, the thing on Wilson, you've heard it a thousand times, wingspan, seven feet long. Love things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple. It's going to be interesting as we uh, get an opportunity to see this thing play out. Still taking your phone calls here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. Just loving and basking in this moment as the Bears trade away their number one pick uh, to the Carolina Panthers for a haul. And not only some more draft picks, but also a player, DJ Moore, uh, who some are calling, you know, the, the steal of the entire thing. Uh, and there's a guy on the phone right now, Patrick. Let's go out to you and Joe Liette. So, Patrick, you have a you have a fact about DJ Moore that might make us even more excited about this trade. Oh, yeah! I, I thanks for taking the call. Thanks for the marathon show, guys. Um, so, I was looking today. DJ Moore's played eighty games in the league. He has fifty two hundred receiving yards, which is more than the Bears' all time leader Johnny Morris. He is one month older than Valus Jones Jr. <laughs> God. That's well, amazing. Hey, good thing, good thing. Valus is still a young man, uh, then, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I would say about Valus, he's twenty-five years old. He's gonna be twenty-six someday. You know, eventually, it's gonna, it's creeping up on him. That's it's, great. it's coming down. By the way, a lot. This text was making me laugh during that call. Kind of had to hush my mic, but uh, from the eight four seven Grody Daniel, the Uber driver who called you and predicted the trade from Carolina, just called in the JR Sport Brief on CBS Radio and said he was right too. That's so great. so he's really taking a victory. He's making lap. the rounds. I mean he called me in the six o'clock hour, called us in the nine o'clock hour, and now he's on to, to our guy JR Sport Brief. That is funny. So I, I like the t- the text that came in underneath that, which I think is interesting. Can Carolina now trade down twice, once to number two and then to number four? They could. I mean, let's say they like you know. Let's say you know that's a good that 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 that's a good one, but that makes me feel icky inside. I don't know why. I don't why? know why. I don't know because like, what if they end up with more in return than the Bears got for trading from one to nine? Oh, yeah. You know, what if they go to two to the Texans because the Texans find out they like their guy? This will help you. From the two two four, a bird in the hand is worth <laughs> two in the bush. I'm dead. That's ba- basically, means <laughs> it's better to be content with what you have than to risk losing it by seeking more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Ah. <sighs> I love that statement. I'm just I'm just in a place right now where I am extremely happy. I love the direction that the Bears are headed in. I am so confident in the general manager Mm. of the Chicago Bears. And I'm equally as confident in the coach of the Bears to execute the game plan properly with the talent that is being provided to him. What how you know you say you are confident? Absolutely. What makes Equally you confident? Equally as confident. What makes you confident in, in the flus? In, in the flus? Yeah. Because if he was able to get guys to buy in and get his – what does is, what is, what is guys like Phil Jackson say, right? You got to get your best player to believe in the philosophy. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, then there's a trickle-down effect. And I think he's done that, and, you know, without question with Justin Fields. 
has him believing in the system and him being a good leader then trickles down to the players. And so if he's able to do that, if he's, con- if he's able to continue to instill the, his principles like he did mm-hmm. on a team that was losing, imagine what he's going to do to a team that can sprinkle in some victories. That's true. That's true. And, and then with it, the talent. It, and he, you know, the players love Luke Getze, his offensive coordinator. I mean, that's crucial in all of this. And Alan Williams, he'll be under the microscope this year. He's the defensive coordinator in case people forgot who Alan Williams was because there really was no accountability last year for the defense. Like, mm-hmm. they, they got a pass because they were doing exactly what they were doing. But, I mean, it all still remains to be seen in the 602. How about trading down a few more slots down, picking up another second rounder, and drafting the running back from Texas? This is your guy, Bijan Robinson. So, giving yourself another explosive player. Are people done with David Montgomery? I don't think they're done. I think that I think they love the possibility of there being a young, explosive person in the backfield. And I think that you know, because I said this yesterday or not yesterday, Wednesday, Groats, I, I, doing the night show. I said, I said. Are we tired of the Matt Forte-ish running back? Uh-huh. And you know, like a David Montgomery, right? Like those guys. Well, and we want the we want the just the the Adrian Peterson guy. Yeah, you we want, want the, the CJ Johnson speeds, guy, the explosive yeah. running back. Now, and Matt so, Forte though, he he was a pass catcher too. So I I don't comp him to David Montgomery at all. Quite frankly, not yet. Okay, I, mean, yeah. I thought David Montgomery's a solid pass catcher. No, no, he was. He, I'm not saying he. I'm saying Forte was a much bigger part of the Bears' offense in that, regard in that regard. I see what than you're David saying. Montgomery. So yeah. I don't. I don't put those two in together. But I know what you're saying. Yeah. They haven't had like if you look at in Bears' running back history, like they even Walter Payton was not a blazing speed guy. Okay. You know Neil Anderson, guy kid from Florida who was right after Walter Payton, could, could flat out fly. But they have recently, you know, speedsters have not been the thing for the Bears yeah. for Bears running backs for the last twenty years. I mean, even Cedric Benson and Thomas Jones. Thomas Jones wasn't a blazer. Yeah. He was good. Right in that Matt Forte, David Montgomery. <laughs> yeah. kind of brain. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what my, you're saying. My yeah. guy, my guy isn't B. John Robinson because again, I can't imagine that he goes in the second round. I think one of the um teams that are, you know, dominant in at the latter half of the first round, Kansas City, Philadelphia, you know, uh Buffalo, I think they're not going to let a guy like B. John Robinson go past them. And so I think that you're looking at like a Jameer Gibbs, the guy from Alabama, right? That's who I said on Wednesday, I think the Bears will grab in the second mm, round okay. because I think he can be that guy as well. So I think that's what they'll do. So here's here's what we'll do, Goats. Okay. Um, because I do love uh, – because I really do want to live in the space you were talking about of trading down a little bit from that nine and what that could look like. So our last break, why don't we do this? Why don't we look at the teams that are right behind the Bears – Sitting in that teens and and try to find a suitor. Ooh, okay. For the Bears, find that a suitor. And, and I have a question for you about next year's Chicago Bears. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say I have a question for you, and it starts with with the number nine pick. In the <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll play more of that game okay. too. All right, we'll yeah. do that as we uh, wrap this whole thing up on the other side. It's Gabe and Grody, man. It has been an absolute pleasure. And you know what? There's still 20 more minutes left, so do not go anywhere. It's 670 to score. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Brody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. It's the final stretch. Gabe and Grody hanging out with you guys uh, for about 10 more minutes, man, before we get out of here. Bears, of course, trading away the number one pick. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing the OT right now. Bears trading the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers for the number nine and the number and the 61st pick in this year's draft. First round pick in 2024, second round pick in 2025. And DJ Moore, I shouldn't even. I should, you should start with that. DJ Moore shouldn't be at the bottom because he's a key component in this thing. No, yeah, you you can read it however you want. That was just yeah. the way it was presented right. initially by Adam Schefter and I think Ian Rappaport, who kind of collectively broke the story earlier, which has um, given us the opportunity to do a five-hour show. Which normally <laughs> you did five prior. Yeah, I, I did. You're right. I guess you didn't prior to doing five-hour shows. Which you know are they're kind of daunting, but this one didn't really feel as daunting before. The, I kind of needed five hours. This is faster. So than I needed. Our I needed a microphone. That <laughs> What's that? This is faster than the two-hour shows. Well, seriously, we do. <laughs> seriously. But no, I need. I mean, I needed a mic tonight. I wasn't sure if I needed five hours, but yeah. as it turns out, I needed five hours. Yeah. So. Had you not been doing this show, you would have been like Jared Payton, and you would have called in and said, "Make some time. I want to talk." I probably would have. Yeah, I probably. I mean, that was that Makes was a great sense. Moment. How many times has that has that happened to you too, man? Like, you know who did that? Aunt Heron did that to me once. Did he yeah. do it to us? Was it you and I oh, that was on did. the show? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were doing the show yeah, together. Called and in. Was yeah, like, it was uh, one of our remotes. And what was it? What, what um, did that happen? Good God, what was Maybe it? Maybe it was like right. a Fields game or something. I don't I know. Remember. Maybe it was like a Bears Monday. I don't remember. Yeah. Either way, uh, it's happened before, and we don't mind it one bit. Now, the Bears currently have the number nine pick in the draft. Mark Grody is all about the trade down, right? All about I'm it. I'm open to it. I, open I don't know. I, I should I, say open I, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely open to it. So yeah. we're trying to find a suitor yeah. and see what that looks okay. like. Okay, all right. Um. So let's just go down. You know, let's go. Let's go. Let's go ten through twenty. Just look at the teams there okay. and see what that could look like. Eagles. So, Eagles probably going to want that ten, and then unlikely they'll move up to to nine. God, I can't imagine. Yeah, I know the risk getting rich. Yeah, trust me. It's a great organization. So no ten. Tennessee Titans. Dude, they need a quarterback bad, but there's none left at that point. Right. Right. So, I mean, the assumption there is that. I mean, but what if? No, the assumption Richardson and Levis will be gone by that point. I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah, and no, I definitely think so. I mean, right. Richardson pr- proved his case. So Tennessee will be fine moving right there. Now, now the Texans. Right, 12. That's a team that I can see moving up to the nine spot. One, because maybe you know they're fearful that the Bears might take a, a Quentin Johnston or a Jackson Smith and Jigba, mm-hmm. and they'd much rather give up a, a second-round pick to ensure that they get, you know, their favorite in that spot. The only counter I would okay. have to the Texans is that they just pretty, signed Robert Woods. They're pretty oh. well set next year in the draft too. I think they might have either a high first round or a couple first rounders. Cleveland. So now I'm talking about Houston. No, I'm saying from Cleveland again. Oh, from it might from be from the, Cleveland. From the Watson Off trade? the top of my head, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be that, okay. obviously. So. 
So they, because I was talking to somebody, I was talking to Sean Salisbury, actually, who works Ooh, in Houston. Nice. I had a conversation with him earlier tonight when we thought the show was going to be something something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and which we, and we actually we have about a minute of Salisbury we could play here talking about Justin Fields. It's okay. excellent. We can, we can get to that. But, yeah, so the Texans are, he was kind of talking like, hey, Houston's kind of sitting pretty. Like they, they might be able to get the quarterback at two. And, you know, there, there is a small school of thought there that could they even not take a quarterback this year, Houston, because of what they have. And I need to look it up and see exactly what they have. Yeah. But it was enough for people in Houston to be saying, yeah, it'd be nice to have Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or any of these big name quarterbacks, but they could afford to sit back and wait for next year. I could see something like that. So that's the only thing I would. Okay, just well, for, from stuff that I learned tonight. So, yeah. well, but for by you saying that, then that leads me to two potential teams, maybe three, that then would want to that not number nine slot to jump in front of the Texans, who most certainly are going to want to take a top tier wide receiver at twelve. So, if you are the New England Patriots, okay. who desperately need a wide receiver, yeah, okay, if you are the New York Jets. Yeah. They need a quarterback. Unless and, they get Aaron Unless Rodgers. they get Aaron Rodgers. And then they say to themselves, well, we'd love to pair a six two and a half Quentin Johnston or Jordan Addison, a, a speedy receiver, mm. or even Jackson Smith and Jigba mm-hmm. to pair with him. Maybe they would want to leapfrog for us for okay. a, a measly second round pick. You know what? I could see the Jets because they got a lot of, you know, they they obviously had a better season last year, disaster at quarterback, but they'd have a chance. Yeah. To turn thing, they'd be one of those teams that could be in the plus column really fast. And if you think Jackson Smith and Jigba to pair him up, let's let's not forget. We think we want to pair Jackson Smith and Jigba up with his former college teammate in Justin Fields, Garrett Wilson, and mm. Jackson Smith and Jigba mm. were a tandem yeah. at Ohio State. Yes. And so maybe they would want to duplicate that mm. kind of thing. Like that. And then you got the Packers. You know, fifteen, sit, right? Fifth, sitting at fifteen. So 13, 14, 15. Not that the Packers would trade with the Bears. But again, the ask, when the asking price is simply a second round pick, well, maybe somebody hey, will dangle that in front of you. Hey, and if if Aaron Rodgers does leave the Packers and ends up going Ooh. to the Jets, that that's nothing but good for the Bears because that yeah that would put the Packers in play to be desirous of a higher pick because then they are rebuilding. I love that essentially. And if they have Jordan Love, they're going to want some more weapons outside of Christian Watson to throw to. Yes, sir. Again, and you want to I'm trying to think of the teams that would want to get in front of Houston yeah. to stop them from getting the best wide receiver. Oh, okay, in the draft. Detroit no cuz they got one last year. Right. Pittsburgh no. They they probably wouldn't want to do that. Right. Uh, or maybe well, they, they would. They gave up Chase Claypool. Yeah, maybe yeah. they would. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers probably not. Seattle Washington does not need a wide receiver. Right. I could see Seattle at 20. If they get, you know, if at five, they end up with Jalen Carter. And then they want someone that, you know, oh, no, but they got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They're not worried about it. What about the Seahawks and their second pick? Don't they have a, oh, yeah, the 20th pick. That's what I was saying. That's what yeah. I was just talking okay. about. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Literally just said it. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was like looking at. I'm like ingrained in stuff right in front of me. So, here, so, so yeah, and or maybe you know what? That's the last one I'll say as we wrap this. Uh, were we just both trade partners mumbling to ourselves just now? We're done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're two Pepsi's in a whole two pizzas from Giordano's in. Everything's I do, settling. I, in I right do now. got. I do have to ask you my question. Sure. Though. Is 
the best player on the Bears next year on their roster right now. Yes. And who is it? Justin Fields. Okay. Okay. So not do you think Justin Fields will have a better year than DJ Moore? <laughs> I think they're they're one in one in the bush is worth two in the Oh Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. <laughs> but I think that those two stats two of the they, bush. They, 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 they the go hand walk. in hand. They go hand in hand, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like if DJ Moore has a good year, mm-hmm. he can't have a better. That's year true. Than Justin that's Fields, that's a good that point. That's Justin a feels to be. That's a but. I'm just saying. You so that tells me that you're you're getting your faith back in Justin Fields. That you're saying that he's going to be the Bears' best player next. I year. am praying to little baby Jesus. Uh, okay. okay. That he that now that he has DJ Moore <laughs> and, and a better Jesus. offensive line. Poor little guy. <laughs> Poor little guy. <laughs> Poor little baby Jesus. <laughs> little Skaronsky arms. <laughs> And and I'll put a little one A for baby Jesus while I'm at it and talking to him. I hope that the Carolina Panthers suck so the Bears can absolutely. That's really I, what you should take out of the five hours of radio. At least one of us has done tonight. Yeah, that, it that's is that what we want, we want the that. Carolina Panthers. Yes, to suck. just hope ill on the Carolina Panthers as an organization. As an organization. Well, you know who doesn't suck? You, Grody. You were absolutely oh, phenomenal. Thank today. you, man. You too. You, you were know, awesome I'm too, just dude. You did away, do man. four hours. You did do four hours. This is nine, hour nine, actually. Okay, so you actually had to one-up me. So there you go. <laughs> you got it in, didn't you? You've been waiting to throw that out there the whole show. Okay, Gabe's the station hero today. Right. I'm out of here uh, with my, uh, yeah, with my, you're my Robins. My what? <laughs> you said it. You're my you support staff. Hero. Yeah. You're my support staff. I, I am simply here to ask yeah. the questions to Mark Grody, okay. nothing more. All right, well, then uh, what's Leo, then? Big shout he out. He's the producer extraordinaire. That's yeah. why we're shouting him out. Leo Stoddard. As we wrap this thing up, got to thank all our guests today. Jared Payton. We had Clay Harbor. <laughs> we had Corey Wooten. We had... Bush in the hand jokes. Bush in, Bush in hands and birds everywhere. <laughs> no, did we get... Did you t- t- uh Payton? I said Jared Payton Okay. First. Corey Wooten. Said that. I'm listening to you. I now, got see. you. Clay Harbor. Uh, Clay Harbor. Dave Wanstead? Dave Wanstead. For hanging out and with Dan us. Pompey was yeah. actually on earlier. If we want to do the full five hours, great stuff, man. Uh, Grody, I think you and I are back on Monday, right? Are we? I don't know. I, I think literally so. am a day to day person, so right. great. No, I'm looking forward to it already. It's going to be awesome. Tuesday, Tuesday. Wednesday. I don't know. Leo, Bears, guys, Hal. Until next you time, Lieutenant man. Weinberg. Enjoy your weekend. It's going to be a great one. Uh, keep the opinions flowing, and we'll see you guys next time. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody. This. <laughs> It's Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. Good night. I'm going to bed. Me too. Double G with the rock to the rack. Tone it and a foul. That was me, though. I'm the one that was shooting that. Oh, I don't Grody, think so. Grody, you pass it to me. <laughs> you pass it to me and then I score. Yeah, I'm the old one. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero 
Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.